Blog Talk Radio. Oh, my God. 
Thank you for another opportunity on tonight, God, to sit before your people tonight, God, and tell them what thus says the Lord. I pray that everybody listening, God, will get something special out of tonight, God. In the name of Jesus, I thank you for moving on tonight among your people. To your name be the glory. Amen. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Prolific Fire, everybody. I am your humble host, Prophet Stacy. Thank you for taking the time to join me on tonight. Here's a head, heads up before I even get into tonight's message. We will be taking communion tonight. That's the heads up. We will be taking communion tonight. Get your communion together. 
your bread, your crackers, your juice, your water, whatever you got. Get your get your communion together. Because we will be taking communion together tonight. And with that being said, happy Valentine's Day, each and every one of you. Let's get right into the message for tonight. Tonight is special, so the foundational text comes from John 10, verses 17 and 18. This is John 10, verses 17 and 18. I'm going to read that from the NIV. And then I'm also going to read for a foundational text, John 15, verse 13 from the New King James Version. Jesus says, the reason my father loves me is that I lay my life down only to take it up again. No one takes it from me, but I lay it down of my own accord. I have authority to lay it down and authority to take it up again. This command I received from my father. That's John 10, verses 17 and 18, NIV. Greater love has no one than this than to lay down one's life for his friends. John John 15, verse 13 from the New King James. Family, think with me. You know I like to make you think on prolific fire. I bet somebody's saying probably says you getting started right off the bat. Of course I am. Think with me. Jesus laid down his life for us, not because he loved the world, but he did it. Because of the love his father has for the world. Jesus laid down his life for us, not because he loved the world, but he did it because of the love his father has for the world. Do you really understand how precious that is? Do you really understand how precious a revelation that is? It's precious because most people these days won't lay down their life in the form of time and energy to help you get what you need, to help you get from point A to point B. And they are supposedly your friends. They won't even give you time and energy to help you get what you need, to help you get from point A to point B. But they're supposedly your friends. So to know that Jesus laid down his life, not because he loved the world, but he did it because of the love his father had for the world. That's precious. Let alone can we get somebody to actually lay down their life physically like Jesus did in obedience to the father. He did what he did in obedience to the father, and that's precious. Let alone can we actually get somebody to lay down their life physically like Jesus did in obedience to the father. I mean, like, who does that? The answer, Jesus, that's who. That's why he's the greatest love of all. But get what Whitney Houston said in her song. I ain't got nothing against Whitney. Love you, Whitney, but you were wrong for that song. The greatest love of all is not learning to love yourself. The greatest love of all is Jesus. The greatest love of all. Tonight's message. For God so loved the world. See, it didn't say Jesus. It said, For God so loved the world. 
that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have, have everlasting life. John 3.16, New King James Version. The Passion Translation, the TPT says, For here is the way God loved the world. He gave his only unique son as a gift. He gave his only unique son as a gift. So now everyone who believes in him will never perish but experience everlasting life. That's John 3.16 from the Passion Translation. Somebody, you're in your feelings tonight. I know what you're in your feelings tonight. Tonight is Valentine's Day night. You're in your feelings tonight. Depression is trying to attack you because you didn't get anything for Valentine's Day again this year. You're in your feelings tonight. Depression is trying to attack you because you didn't get anything for Valentine's Day again this year. And notice I said said again this year. And because this is not the first year you didn't receive a Valentine's Day gift, the devil is trying his best to convince you that when it comes to relationships, you are cursed. And the devil is trying his best. He's playing on your feelings. Don't let him play with your feelings like that. The devil is trying his best to convince you that when it comes to relationships, you are cursed. But the devil is a liar. Hear me, he's a liar. Remember the Bible says, I just read it, the Bible says, God gave his only unique son as a gift according to John 3.16 from the Passion Translation. Therefore, you actually have the best gift all forever available to you right now. Therefore, you actually have the best gift offer that you could ever get available to you right now. It's far better than chocolate because chocolate is milk. Far better than beautiful flowers because they just end up dying. No matter how beautiful they are, sooner or later they just end up dying. Your gift today and every day is Jesus. Your gift today and every day is Jesus. And what I love about Jesus, the Bible says he's the same today, yesterday, and forevermore. Your gift today and every day is Jesus. So if you haven't already received Jesus as your Lord and Savior, now is your time to do so. That's right. I'm calling a altar call right in the middle of it because if you don't know Jesus, then guess what? You need to come forth and open your mouth and receive him. Father God, draw them this night via the love and kindness of the Holy Spirit. Draw them until they can they cannot not deny you any longer. They cannot not deny their need for you any longer. Their need for Jesus as their Lord and Savior. I'm I'm putting the Holy Spirit on you tonight. Spirit, draw them with your love and your kindness via love and kindness that they can no longer deny the fact that they need Jesus. Somebody, while you're venting to your girlfriend or whoever about that man who betrayed you, let you down, that man who denied you what you thought you were entitled to on today. You know, you thought you were going to get some flowers and some candy and a bear and the whole nine. You thought you were going to go out to eat and you thought you were entitled to that. 
And when it didn't happen, you've been to your girlfriend or whoever about that man that you feel you feel like he's betrayed you, let you down, that man who denied you what you thought you were entitled to on today. Girl, 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 please think about this. Think about this with me. Judas, one of Jesus' own disciples, betrayed him. And Jesus still found a reason to give thanks. You don't have to hang your head. You can find a reason to give thanks. I don't care what the situation is. I don't care what happened today. You can find a reason to give thanks. If Jesus, while he was being betrayed on that same night as as he was being betrayed, if he could find a reason, if he if he could still find a reason to give thanks, then there's no reason why you can't find a reason to give thanks. He didn't find someone to vent to, but instead he gave thanks on the same night in which he was being betrayed. And every time I read that, just prior to communion, that blows me away. Therefore, the first thing I always thank God, thank Jesus for, is the fact that he was betrayed. And that he allowed it to happen because he knew that Judas was going to betray him, but he allowed it to happen. Jesus was on assignment, and he had to complete his assignment, even though some parts of the assignment assignment didn't feel good. Somebody, that's a word for you. You're in a situation going through some things that don't feel good to you, and you're just about to throw in the towel, hold on. Complete the assignment. Complete the assignment. As I said, he didn't find someone to vent to, but instead he gave thanks on the night in which he was being betrayed. And Peter, let's talk about Peter a minute. minute. Another one of his disciples denied ever knowing him after he got arrested. And Peter, another one of his disciples, denied ever knowing him after he got arrested. Isn't that just like people to deny you when something happens, when you're going through something? So what if you call them today and they acted like they didn't know you? So what? Jesus went through the same thing with Peter. He loved Peter, and he never once denied Peter, but yet he got denied. So what if you called them today and they were acting funny with you? Jesus went through the same thing with Peter. He loved Peter, and he never once denied Peter. Although he could have, he never once denied Peter. But he got denied. Still, Jesus understood the assignment. He was on assignment. And the things that were done had to be done for the fulfillment of Scripture. He endured the cross and became a living sacrifice to save the very ones his father loved. There would be you and me. He endured the cross and became a living sacrifice to save the very ones his father loved. Even though the cross was abusive, even though the cross was abusive, a place of abuse for Jesus, still his blood that was shed on that cross is what saved us from being eternally lost. How many people do you know that will deliberately put themselves in harm's way like that to save you? 
How many people do you know that will deliberately do it on purpose, deliberately put themselves in harm's way just to save you? I'm waiting on the answer. You don't have to tell me now, but answer to yourself. Instead of venting, complaining about how today went, dry your tears, dry your sad tears. Dry your tears of frustration, your tears of disbelief, hurt, and or madness. Because somebody, you just straight up mad. Dry your tears and, and get rid of your madness and grab your communion. That's what I want you to do. I want you to grab your communion. I'll pause here and give you a few minutes. If you didn't grab it at the beginning, now is your second chance to grab the communion. I'll give you a few minutes. Grab your bread, your crackers, your grape juice, your cranberry juice, your water, whatever you got. It's it's all about representation. The Lord knows, so just grab what you got. And give you a minute. To God be the glory. Tell you about the bread and about the cup while some are giving their their communion together. Let me tell you about the bread and the cup while they're getting their sips together, getting their communion together. The cup represents the blood of Jesus that was shed when he was in the most abusive place of his earthly life on the cross. The cup represents the the blood of Jesus that was shed when he was in the most abusive place of his earthly life on the cross. The bread represents his body that was whipped mercilessly, that was whipped mercilessly. But yet because of Jesus' willingness to be obedient to the Father, we have been shown mercy. We have been shown mercy. No, we didn't deserve it, but we have been shown mercy because he chose to become a sacrifice and lay down his life. Jesus, 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 the greatest love of all. Like I said, it's not what Whitney said. Learning to love yourself is okay. It's necessary to love yourself. Don't get me wrong. But learning to love yourself certainly is not the greatest love of all. The greatest love of all is Jesus. We honor you this Valentine's Day, Jesus. We celebrate you. We remember you. At this time, you should have your bread and your crackers. And I want you to get it in your hand. Get your bread, get your cracker in your hand. Now I want you to seriously think about everything Jesus went through in his body, both physically and mentally. He was betrayed. He was arrested. He was denied. He was whipped. He was insulted. They pulled out his beard, et cetera. They did a lot of things to him. It was just abusive, like I said. It was just the most abusive place, the cross. We try to glorify it because of what it meant for us. But for him, it was the most abusive place. And Holy Spirit, I thank you for that revelation on tonight. And I will never forget it. It was the most abusive place for him. We always think about ourselves and glorify the cross because of what it meant for us. But what about him? Still, the Bible says, the Lord Jesus 
on the night in which he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, I told he gave thanks on the night, on the same night in which he was betrayed. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, this is, represents my body, which is offered as a sacrifice for you. Do this in affectionate remembrance of me. That's 1 Corinthians 11, verses 23 and 24 from the Amplified. Everybody, take and eat. Let's take and eat of the bread together. In the same way, after supper, he took the cup. Everybody get your cup in your hand, your juice, your water, whatever you got. Now's the time to get it in your hand. I got some water, so I got to open it. I don't know why I like to take communion with water, but the Lord knows. Anyway, I got some water. He took the cup saying, this cup is the new covenant ratified and established in my blood. Do this as often as you drink it in affectionate remembrance of me. First Corinthians 11 and 25 from the Amplified. Lord, we remember. Lord Jesus, we remember. We affectionate with affection. We remember you, Jesus. Everybody drink of the cup. Together as a family tonight, drink of the cup. Time you eat this bread and drink this cup, you are symbolically proclaiming the fact of the Lord's death until he comes again. First Corinthians 11 and 26 from the Amplified. Lord, we remember. Jesus, we remember. And this concludes tonight's message. No, it wasn't long. Didn't want to hold you long. I just wanted to just have a little special time with you tonight and release what the Lord put on my spirit tonight for Valentine's Day. Now, because prolific fire deals with real issues, you know the drill. I'm not going to open the phone lines, but I'm going to give you information to reach out to me privately if you need to do so. If you need to do so, I'm going to give you personal information to reach out to me privately. You can call or text 865-408-8690, or you can email prolificfire at gmail.com because some people like to email, and that's fine. You can call or text 865 865- Four zero eight eight six nine zero, or email prolificfire at gmail dot com. If you miss the number, if you miss the email address, don't worry about it. I'll put all of it up on my social media platforms right after tonight's service. Whatever platform that you recognize me from, that you learned about prolificfire on, go back to their website. I'm not website, but go back to that platform, their social media platform, and it will be there. I look forward to ministering to each of you one-on-one. I just ask that you be serious and not playing with the Holy Spirit. I'm playing with God, playing with Jesus, playing with my time. 
Okay, I'm serious, and I want you to be serious also. But but feel free to reach out if you need to. Now, in other announcements, if you need this ministry to PayPal because you've been blessed and you want to be a blessing, you feel led to sow, you may do so by going by accessing the PayPal paypal.me slash prolific fire there's paypal.me slash prolific fire or you can use the cash app it's a dollar symbol and the ministry's name prolific fire as usual you can find me on twitter at prolific fire you can in you can inbox you can dm me on twitter if you would like to you can inbox me on instagram at prophecy Stacey if you would like to like the Prolific Fire Ministry Facebook page. Also check out prolificfire.com. Not only can you send in your prayer request, can you donate, you can also do something that's dear to my heart. You can find out about sponsorship and, and find out about sponsorship and actually sponsor a child through the website if you desire to do so. Or you can just call me and talk to me about it and I would be glad to connect you with a child in need that needs you. This month of February, we're trying to find sponsors for Ethiopia. So if you have a special love for children in Ethiopia, as I do, I sponsor a 13-year-old teenage boy from Ethiopia, and he's a blessing. So if you would like to help out in the area, they've really been hit hard with everything that's going on. So if you would like to help out in that area, Call me or or text me or just get in touch whatever way is comfortable for you, and I would be glad to connect you with a child that needs you just as much as you need them. One thing I learned about being a World Vision Child Ambassador and a World Vision Sponsor, I need those children just as much as they need me. With that being said, if you don't get your prayer request in tonight by reaching out to me next week or whenever, and you actually have a prayer request and you don't mind it being on the air, then join my sister for Faith on the Line with Prophets Pay. It's a time for pray it's a time of prayer and encouragement. God is always there in the midst. Even if you get your prayer request in, you still need to be in that type of atmosphere and see what the Lord will release over your life. So call in. Friday night, 8 Eastern, 7 Central, 5 Pacific, 8 Eastern, 7 Central, 5 Pacific, by calling the same number that many of you call tonight, 347-426-3782, Your prayer request will be taken then too, so call in. The phone lines will be open. Then join me, yours truly, back here on Prolific Fire in the same night, time, and place for another message from the Lord. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in just a little bit on tonight, this special night, to have communion with me, to bask in the Word with me, and most of all, to honor Jesus as the greatest love of all, because He is the greatest love of all. Now, I'm going to close like this tonight. Have an awesome night in the Lord. Enjoy the rest of your Valentine's Day. Because you did get a gift. Your gift your gift has a name. His name is Jesus. So don't worry about what people didn't give you, what people didn't do for you today, who didn't recognize what you had done for them all year long and gave you something today. Don't worry about all of it because Jesus is a gift that keeps on giving. He keeps on giving. He keeps on giving. He's better than any flowers, any teddy bear, and anything else you could have got. 
today. So don't hang your head, but you rejoice in him for the rest of your night. Have a good night, everybody. I'm out.